0: You're listening to But but First, first,
1: a Big Brother podcast hosted by superfans, Nick, Press, and Jill.
0: It's a new week and it's a new HOH. Welcome to Big Brother.
1: (laughs) A new HOH who is part of the power lines, like nothing has changed.
0: (laughs) This season is Groundhog Day, but if Groundhog Day were not a funny movie... (laughs)
1: And what's crazy is like actually a lot went down this week because of all the powers and like the veto and like whatever. Like Danny actually had to do a lot at H as Hoh, yet like we're still here.
0: Yeah. Well, let's listen in as our podcast hosts recap the week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Julie.
1: <laughs> um, so, where should we start?
0: So Danny won the exhausting HOH competition, which, as we all know, I had predicted and then we found out last week that she did win. Um, So that was cool because out of out of the committee alliance, she's the one I like the most because she has that little evil streak and she knows that she can kind of make a move. Whereas, you know, Christmas is going to be loyal ride or die to the committee. Yeah, so I was excited. I was like, oh, maybe she'll do something. Um, but of course, right off the bat, she nominated David and Kevin, that really intimidating duo. <laughs> um, the people who keep winning everything in the house. So you have to get Kevin out. Um, <laughs> and that was just kind of like, oh, okay. And then...
1: But so we knew, obviously, we had said on last week's pod that like David was going to use the disruptor power. So I think we just have to get to Tuesday's. It was Tuesday, not Wednesday this week, Tuesday's episode. Because, okay, great. David uses the power, but then David's acting. Oh my God. And the God.
0: Oscar goes you know, to.
1: Just have to say, I said he would be the stupidest player
2: ever if he didn't use his power, but no, he used his power and he's still. <laughs> player ever like
0: Like, that's that's when you say I made a move I did this you guys do not have the power to keep nominating me yeah What,
1: what do you think his mindset was like I just truly don't understand what he thought he was doing
0: his thing was he wanted to his whole mindset was I'm gonna be surprised I'm gonna cry and make people think that I am thankful that somebody saved me and It just came off really weird when he was like going up to Cody, every single person and being like, did you save me? Was it you? Was it you? And like Cody, you know, for the first time in ever, I actually enjoyed his presence when he was like, come on, bro. Just tell it like it is. (laughs) Um, But as you had a really interesting thing that you said that Kevin should have done.
2: Oh, yeah. So I kind of thought it would be funny if someone just to fuck because like now at this point. Everyone knows David used it, but it's like, okay, if he's not going to use this as, like, uh, something to build up his resume of, like, hey, I actually want a comp in here, I would have loved if someone had been able to, like, take credit for it somehow without, like, getting the whole house angry at them and... Mm -hmm. This fuck David's game up a little bit. So Kevin could have been like, oh, I got it, but I wasn't allowed to take myself off. So I had to take someone else off. Um, I also read stuff online, people saying they they wanted, like, whoever was evicted last night to, like, turn around and be like, David, I used the power. <laughs> <laughs> I just really wish Ian or someone, like, Ian would have done that. But I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: <laughs> that would have been hysterical.
2: If somehow he makes it to final two and that's his one comp win and he can't even like claim it. I just think it would be so hilarious.
1: <laughs> so that happened and it did force, and this was like the only interesting game move, I suppose though, like I, and you guys have to tell me like when this all changed, but it seems like at some point Danny was excited about going after Tyler or was that just all fake?
0: So they had that weird like discussion where they're like, something's up with us. But let's not go after each other until it's the final
2: six. And I think that was just fake. That was just I mean, I think Tyler might have actually kind of meant it a little bit. But I don't think Danny meant it at all. I think she had him as a backdoor possibly. It was
0: very strange that she
2: immediately
0: nominated him the chance she had instead of like kind of backdooring him it just was it just was really weird because she could have nominated Enzo or Memphis or Devon she could have done Devon even though she said Devon you're my untouchable this week
1: (laughs) what I found really interesting that they got into last night was that like he didn't campaign once like he must have felt so safe
0: oh yeah that's what all the house guests were saying was Tyler's not even campaigning um so I
2: wonder if Kevin had stayed up I think he would have had to
0: I don't think so I don't think there's any world in which the committee no. goes against their pre-show alliance and votes anybody else out.
2: I just don't understand that they they want to keep I understand they're all good at competitions or whatever, but Tyler against Ian and and saying like hey, let's take this as a chance to go against Ian. I I can't fault them for that and I think it makes sense. Tyler is in there Alliance and Ian wasn't and Ian's won the game before and, you know, Ian's not just like your regular pawn. But against Kevin, I'd be like, we got to get Tyler out. We got to take this chance. But they never like, no
0: matter who it was, Ty- I don't think Tyler was ever going home.
1: Yeah, I agree. But the week did get interesting when it seems like the producers watched Praz's Instagram stories because (laughs) explain, Praz, how the veto was like made for you.
2: Oh, my gosh. If I were in this is the one time I think I'd win a Big Brother competition. A new hobby that I have over core is has been building miniatures and um, constructing little miniature rooms And so, yeah, I've gotten really good at working with tweezers and tiny little scraps of things. I make the miniatures so, like, I can make tiny little flower pots out of like paper and wood and glue and little things and it's fun and um it's been calming for me during these hard times and I was like I could do that it would be frustrating but what I would have done and no one did the strategy but I think you could have I would have just gone to the side and and used both hands to like have more strength Mm -hmm. in.
0: holding. Oh, that's a great idea!
2: Yeah, she, what crack?
0: She would have worked instead of working in with your face in front of the box. You know mm-hmm. how like Tyler exhaled and it blew everything down. Oh, yeah, Kaz would work from the angle where the hand was using the tweezer if you were allowed.
1: Yeah,
2: I was so happy with the results. Obviously, it's yeah. so nice to see Davon finally win a competition, um, and I know she was so happy. And I love. Love, love that tiny little veto. I actually have a full size veto, but I want a tiny veto. So you I should might- make a little tiny veto. Yeah, I think I might try to make one.
1: No, I'm just glad that Devon actually used it too, because I was like worried she I don't know, because she did seem chummy with Danny this week, but I feel like Devon just recognized like I gotta freaking do something.
2: She laid it all out with Danny, telling her everything that she sees, that she thinks. And it, it was all accurate and true. And I think she's seen how this game is playing. I just don't think it was necessarily her best move to to give Danny all of that info. But really, you know, in order to save Kevin, she had to say something to Danny, I think, to explain why.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I, you know, I think it makes. I think Danny understands why Damon felt she had to do it. But I unfortunately I sort of agree that I think it, it might've screwed up Davon's game a little bit. Oh,
0: it absolutely did. It's basically saying like, what do you want to work with Danny and Nicole? Or do you want to work with Kevin? Yeah. And so that, I mean, she's now just going to have to fight an uphill, an even bigger uphill battle. The thing is she was never going to be in with Tyler Memphis and yeah. Cody. So, you know, screwed up her game but it also it, it there was nothing really left to screw up anyway right if you're not in the committee yeah. and you're not winning power it doesn't matter
2: yeah she she absolutely had to do it i think and and just for her own i mean like i can't imagine having played that game 3 times and never having had even a little bit of power i mean besides your vote which is a little piece of power but like never having the ability to to save someone that she's working with or have control like that. So I think, obviously, I would have done the same thing. And I'm glad she did it. But it was just, ugh. it's a shame it couldn't have happened earlier in the game.
0: During the live vote in eviction, I th- really thought Memphis was going to say, this is for Dan. I vote to evict Ian. <laughs>
2: It's so funny that we we've talked about it earlier in a pod where we said why is Memphis like almost positioning it like he's he's doing this for Dan or whatever but John has been paying attention to the reddit and I guess a lot of people on there say that Dan is kind of bitter that Ian won and he still thinks like to dis- to this day that he should have won. I'm and sure. I'm sure. A little sure. bit more of truth in that where why Memphis wasn't like jumping Like to work with Ian because I really thought, like, it's a shame that Ian couldn't have made something happen there, even if it's not an alliance, it's just like a kind of agreement among two people. Like, hey, I won't go after you, you don't go after me. Uh huh. But maybe Dan is playing, still playing the game this year.
0: Well, Dan is part of who set up this pregame alliance.
2: Uh And,
0: you know, last night, Dan doesn't really ever tweet about Big Brother while it's happening. And, like, he'll tweet, like, hey, how's Memphis doing? Haven't caught the feeds. But last night specifically, he wrote, looking forward to tonight. Who do you guys think is going home? And so, like, people, like, fans and, like, Evil Dick were, like, you're the reason why this season is so bad. Like, (laughs) we don't ever talk about Big Brother. But now because Ian's on the block, like, you're live tweeting it.
1: (sighs) But Ian and I mean, did Dan and Derek just have no lives that they like set up this pregame alliance? I
2: like, really think that they were you, going to be on it. Yeah, wouldn't you rather be in it and playing and doing all this and not helping someone? I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: I my th- I thought they were going to be on the show, mm-hmm. and that's why they were making this pregame alliance, and then didn't end up on the show. And so they were like, well, everybody stick with
1: it. So, yeah, I thought it was weird. Like, and I don't know whether this was good or bad. I mean, ultimately they got him out. So, whatever. But Danny's, um, yeah, being like, oh, Ian, you're the ultimate pawn. I had to do this. It that just was seems so like it was weird. So that wasn't true. Like, I don't know. Like,
0: since when is Ian, the former winner, a <laughs> the ultimate pawn? He's never been described as so. In no. fact, I would say Enzo or Christmas would have been a better pawn. If yeah. your goal really was Tyler and which it never was. She even did the fake, like it's no secret that I want Tyler out of this game. Right. It, it just was bad acting. It was like Cody level acting.
2: Well, um, yeah, there's definitely been some damage control this week with um, the people in the house and, you know, obviously they're not gonna i guess they're not showing what we've we've seen happen in on the feeds in on the edited show like nicole got an amazing edit this week and that i was amazing outraged. like i was outraged at it because i was just like fuck you even when she went to vote and she did it was so and then in the hallway before she goes back out she's just checking herself in the mirror i'm like i fucking hate you nicole like you're such a liar You're not that sad. And I watch all these clips of her on the feeds where she's just so concerned about public, which you should be concerned about public perception of you. Absolutely. But then don't be an asshole. Like, (laughs) or own it.
0: Yes. And be like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to vote Ian out this week. Like he really thinks I'm aligned with him, but like, well, I, I'm here to win. Right. You know, like don't either own it and be like the asshole, but like a Paul type asshole or don't be like <laughs> he he. The vote's gonna be five to three, and now I'm, this is this is real. She like came in all giddy. She's like the vote's gonna be five to three. Now I really need to practice my crying and my
2: acting skills. Well, like work. I know you're being recorded. Like, that's so
1: weird. I, 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 it blows my mind. I mean, I know like they're in there for so long, and they must you know go a little crazy and forget the cameras. But like she was being so dumb.
0: I guess it's also like we're all super biased because we're like, whatever. Right. We're so over Nicole at this point. We're so over the season. So no matter what they do, we hate it. You know, like if that was Dave being like, I got to go practice my acting and work on some tears. We'd be like, yeah, you do it. But like it's Nicole. So we're like, Oh, look at that bitch over there eating crackers.
1: Like, so, Something we learned last night is that apparently there was some alliance called four. What is it? The four prime?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Because four is a prime number.
1: No, it's not.
0: I know. I'm joking.
1: (laughs) So that was Ian, Danny, Cody, and Nicole.
0: Yeah. That was like mentioned once and then never brought up again. And it was really funny that Ian seemed to think that they were all still in an alliance and was like, Danny, I know I'm safe because I'm in your alliance. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I did like Ian being very like moody and angry and then especially I liked him being very forthcoming when he was like, well, I'm not going to vote for you if I go out. I know. Yeah.
1: yeah. That happened to a that, big night, didn't it?
0: I don't know. It just heated Danny, but he was like, I will hold you responsible as of course, but like nobody ever talks like that anymore. Whatever happened to fun, huh? <laughs>
1: they, but then he was a real class act on the way out. Like, uh, I mean, Julie kept saying it,
0: but Julie I, like had eyes for him. I
1: know. But um, I really did very much appreciate that he was like, "Oh, you got me." Like, yeah, yeah great game.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that too because, as angry as we are about this season, and. Uh, the last several seasons and the group that's in power, like, we really can't say that they're playing a bad game. Like, no. no. They're not,
0: is the thing. Like, they're actually, like, a very powerhouse alliance. It's just
2: boring. Yes, it's just not what we want to see, so.
1: I just have to mention, um, I think, Nick, you called, do you want to say what you called Julie's coat last night?
0: Oh, Julie's Technicolor dream coat. (laughs) Uh.
1: It was so bad. It was one of the ugliest like jackets, blazers I've ever seen. And not only that, that shark toother, whatever the F that necklace was. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was awful.
0: Only draws can
2: judge me or something. Um, <laughs>
1: Dawn said she looked like she's
2: in an Aerosmith cover band.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Her hair looked great, so we could call her Harrow Smith. I uh-huh. uh- and-
2: I, sorry, this drove me crazy, though, when Ian came out, you know, he didn't have his mask fully over his nose, and then he fixed it, and she goes, thank you for covering your nose with your mask. (laughs) Where's your mask, Julie? Wearing a mask. Why does Ian have to wear a mask right now? I'm so confused.
3: It
0: was so funny, especially, like, I saw that it wasn't over his nose when he was leaving. I was like, oh, Julie's not going to let that go. Yeah. And. (laughs) Also, there was a really big commercial break in between his eviction and his interview. And I was like, do they just sit there in silence leave the stage? I don't know. Because they don't want to, like, converse and, like, lose any what could be, like, material for the interview.
1: That's true. They probably do just sit there. Maybe a producer talks to them or something.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, That is really funny. Uh, But, Jill, as soon as I saw her outfit last night, I thought of you.
1: It was, like... Oh, it was really, really, really bad.
0: <laughs> That's JC Moonves for you.
1: <laughs> but um, I guess overall, I mean, because it sort of like happened not quickly, but that like it was like, all right. Well, actually, we didn't know that Ian was going to go home. I guess we were all sort of like waiting to see. How I, the
0: genu- I genuinely was surprised. Like I texted everybody and I was like, hey, don't spoil me tonight because I really
2: don't know which way it's going to go. Right, I thought Nicole might vote for Ian, and because they made it seem like that was gonna happen, and that Danny would have to break the tie
0: right, well, mm-hmm. that's editing, baby,
2: no even on the live feeds though I was watching oh. like um up, up until I don't remember if I watched yesterday morning or if I was just watching like through Wednesday night, but like you know da- when David agreed to switch his vote, they were like, "Okay, great, we're gonna have a tie, and like they want to make Danny break the tie, oh. which i mean nothing else would have made her even more i think upset having to nominate four people in one week break it like talk about having to show your cards but
0: this week we have a special guest on the pod you've no doubt seen his hysterical videos on twitter and tiktok fellow bb super fan crawford horton aka broiled crawfish when I, I saw that you were tweeting about this uh, the season and especially how to fix it, I was like, oh, it would be great to have, like, you know, have you come on and just chat about your big brother love since, you know, I'm sure people are tired of hearing us be the only people who <laughs> talk. Um, so thanks for making yourself available.
4: Of course. I mean, I love the show. I'm a huge. I would consider myself to be a super fan. And this season has been exhausting to watch as it, a fan. <laughs> It's it's awful. Like
0: normally I'm the only one who's like complaining about the season and like Jill and Praz will be like, oh, you're just a naysayer, blah, blah, blah. You love to like, you know, just like put it down. And now everybody, including like the press and former players are just like, we're over it.
4: Yeah, I think it's fair to say that when not a single person watching a season is having fun, that something is fundamentally wrong.
0: <laughs> well it's it's just very strange because they're not attempting to even spice it up.
4: No.
2: <laughs> Did you like last season?
4: No. Okay. Yes. I mean I thought I thought that that the the drama of it was pretty good and it was exciting, but it for me, Big Brother kind of ends after season 14 and it just mm-hmm. I hope that one day they'll be able to craft a season that has that old school spice to it
0: yes thank you and this is like the first year where old school versus new school has really become like a term Yeah, and you know like this whole voting with the house and doing what the hoh wants it's just it blows my mind because you're you're there to not like make friends you're there to win a game and kind of like trick people a little bit and when you're just like oh well i i don't want to make any waves and i don't want to go against the house it's just so boring
4: i also feel that in a way because the casting of it is so we live in the age of social media and they all want to be influencers now Mm -hmm. the show has become like a little bit too serious almost i feel like When the greats were playing it, they were a little bit self aware and they knew that they were on a TV show, so they were more willing to do the outrageous moves. Yes, absolutely.
1: Crawford, I would love to hear your just history with BB and just like how long you've been watching. I know you said you consider yourself a super fan. Um, Just like run us through your history. Yeah.
4: Okay. So I watched my first season last year and i became totally obsessed with it so i'm like still really a new like it's all very new to me i had seen clips of like janelle on youtube before when i was younger (laughs) um and i always found her to be quite a compelling reality tv character but i had never actually watched it so i in the past year went through and watched all the seasons of big brother on cbs all access yeah with Quarantine too, I've gone and rewatched my favorite ones as well. Because like, you really can just lay on the couch and let it play for hours and hours and hours.
0: Yeah. What are your favorite seasons?
4: 6 and 7. Uh-huh. 10.
0: Uh-huh.
4: And 13 and 14.
0: Nice. I mean, they're all... 6 is just like the crown jewel. And believe it or not, Jill has <laughs> never seen it.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> Every Isn't
0: week I threaten her that we're just gonna stop watching All
4: Stars and just what, make her watch. How, how could you be commenting on this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great question. Listen, I I I told the, the listeners before, but I know of Janelle obviously from the other seasons she was on and just that because Nick and Praz love her. So I feel like I've seen six.
4: I'm not kidding. Janelle in season six of Big Brother is the best performance of any reality competition player. Yeah of all time
0: you know they invented the america's favorite player
4: vote for her yeah they did
0: (laughs) and she won it back to back and um
4: she's gonna win it again
0: she honestly like they're all she's already starting to campaign she's having like other cast members kind of do it and she's retweeting um we actually got, um, when, after Janelle got voted out, Jill surprised me and Pras with a cameo from Janelle. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it, it was jaw-dropping. Um, but no, she's absolutely amazing. Uh, and I was really, really excited that she was back in the house this season, especially with Kaser. And, you know, unfortunately, like, it just, that excitement fizzled really, really, really quickly.
2: Yeah, no one wanted to play the game with her, you know, I think right. I, they still just see her as this huge threat when when you look back at season 14, you know, she, again, they did the same thing. They just got her out as soon as they could, like, mm-hmm. really, as soon as the coaches switched over, they were like, get her out. And they did it again. And it's like, I mean, I get it. But, I would have really liked to see her evolve her game like in her forties and see like, okay, like you know, she mentioned it in her intro, like I'm not twenty six anymore. I'm not this. I'm not that. I would have loved to see her play with these younger people and try to like work that a- new angle she has, but they just wouldn't even give her the chance.
4: Yeah, I was gonna say, like I think she definitely her gameplay was more mature this season, but mm-hmm. anybody that's not in the committee was good, oh yeah. Like it, it's not even fair, really.
0: And the way they talk about the committee oh. is so disgusting. And it seems like Danny and Nicole like don't really like to use the word, but Christmas is obsessed with the committee. And like even in last night's episode, they were like, We if we can't go against the committee, if we go against the committee the committee, we're next. Like every it's it's just this weird <laughs> group name it really makes my skin crawl that and untouchable
4: yeah untouchable that was a really weird thing because that's not a big brother term at all
2: and it is. threw it out there i know
0: yeah and now christmas continues to use it
2: <laughs> and now we're gonna be stuck with it for several years i'm sure yeah the next year, whenever they have a new cast, they'll be like, here, you're in sequester. Watch BB-22. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: So since you kind of uh had recently watched a bunch of seasons, who, like outside of Janelle or outside of like any like of your like favorite players, like is there anybody you wish had won?
4: Oh, that's a great question. I think... That Danny Donato deserved to win the season over Evil Dick.
0: Whoa! Controversial!
4: I don't, I don't think it's very controversial. <laughs> I just, like, I hated to see a bully win. And I also thought that as much as he was very forward about the way he played the game, she had just as much of a hand in um, all of the decisions that they made during that season. That
0: was really exciting, though, to like see that dynamic unfold. Yeah, like still battling to this day. It's so weird.
1: (laughs) What do you, Crawford? What do you think of Danny this season?
4: I, (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Like, this (laughs) is just so boring. I'm not kidding. It's the most boring season in Big Brother ever. I love. I do love Danny, and I loved her on 13 too, but I. I just hate that she aligned with those people Mm -hmm. and she knows like you can, you see it in her face on the live feeds. She knows that they are playing the worst season of big brother. yet. (laughs) Knows.
0: I mean, that's probably why she started like sending out those random votes in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Just to spice it up. It is like, you know, it's just weird. It is. It's funny that she had to nominate four people. And but like every single player and everybody who's been HOH like doesn't want to be HOH and doesn't want to make moves and like doesn't want to reveal. And I just find it so weird because they're in an alliance of six people. And the fact that every single person that leaves that house is blindsided by that fact <laughs> is blowing my mind. Yeah. Because there's not that many people left in the house. It's, it's just very, very strange. And like, e- like even Ian had no idea and then um they all like revealed in their um going away messages they were like we were part of the committee like they've never done that before where they're like you're in an alliance not with you
4: what do you guys think that the neighbor twist is going to be okay i i don't want to jump the gun have you gotten into that yet no, no we
0: haven't so i think it might be zingbot mm how many of them are left now? Is it like 10? I know Zing is usually later, but we're halfway through the season.
2: All right. Okay.
1: I just think it's like something silly. Like everyone last night on Twitter was like, oh, it's this player, or that player. And I maybe I'm wrong, but I just think the producers are playing with us and it's going to be something silly.
2: What if it's Rachel Riley, guys?
0: I really hope it is because then she doesn't have to worry about like getting her baby all over everybody. Like she can just be... <laughs> In the, in the neighbor's house. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> or um, if it was Rennie, that would be great. If she was just screaming in the backyard.
4: Oh my God, one of the best house guests of all time. Yeah, she, I love her.
0: Mary St. Joseph. Um, who do you think it's going to
4: be? There are a lot of people on Twitter that are hoping that the jury will simply move into the neighbor's house.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: interesting
4: the way that they'll have to do like the the jury house is so expensive and they had to pay all the all-stars so much more to come back and reappear on the show Uh i think that would be a great twist obviously my hopes are at absolute zero at this point i know it could be paul
1: well, I think one, one of the reasons, like Nick's mentioned, that we got so excited about having you on the pod was your tweet about what could Big Brother do to eradicate this sort of big alliance gameplay. Like, So what is, do you have an answer for that? Or did you like have any interesting followers say anything good?
4: People tweeted at me some really fun ideas. My twist idea is that, similar to the Battle of the Block, there would be a competition each week where only a select group of people would get to vote to evict. Mm. So, like five people would get to to vote to evict each week, and they would do that for like I don't know the first six or seven weeks.
0: Interesting. Or if you could get like a, um, or if you had the choice, like if you could vote or if you could cancel someone's vote. Ooh, yeah, like change really good. And then I was after you tweeted that I was thinking like, what if the nominee who doesn't go home becomes the next HOH and I was like oh that could be an interesting twist but then I was like they would weaponize that and be like with a big house mentality they would just be like okay like you know I'm going to nominate Kevin and Tyler and we're going to vote out Kevin because Tyler can be HOH. Um, I did there was one reply to your tweet that said you can't compete for HOH again until the, until everybody has won HOH,
1: oh, mm. <laughs> I'm getting a participation trophy.
2: Yeah. yeah, I do like the idea of almost being able to trade your vote for things in the house. Like, yes. you know, this week I don't want to be this, so I'm, or I don't want to be a have not, so I'm willing to trade my vote this week. Like when there's a ton of people or something. Yeah, if you could do it secretly too, that would be really cool. So, like, if you don't know who would be voting each week, mm-hmm. I think that could. I mean, that could be a fun twist. Since we're not playing the, you know, traditional Big Brother that we all know and love, they might as well try to, like, switch it up with some of these ideas, I think.
4: The most common thing that people responded was not revealing to the House uh, the vote count.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting.
4: So that it would get rid of the group think.
0: Yeah. I like that. Because then you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I can just vote and not feel like I'm being exposed. I don't mind that, even if, like, they just tried it, you know? Yeah.
1: I feel like, pras, something you mentioned last week also feels like it, I think it was last week, it applies to this, where you said something about how they, like, maybe would be in a group in the beginning or something. It's almost like getting the five people to vote or whatever. It was
2: making, I was just thinking about how we bust out of these these people that always we know are always going to work together. And like I said, I didn't think it would work on an all-star season, but in season 11, when they grouped them by like, I mean, again, it wasn't the best groupings because it was like the offbeats, the jocks, oh, that, yeah. but like in season 14, you know, the coaches picked their teams and like, who knows Would Ian have worked with who he worked with for the first, you know, several weeks of that game, had he not been grouped with them? You know what I mean? So maybe that was just a way to like, and not have just like six jock dudes work together. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would Also, you know, I, I say it every week, but I would like some different type of casting um, where we're getting more Rennies and Jerry's and older people, people who are older than 30 that are playing people who are actually game players and like want to play and aren't mm-hmm. just Instagram models. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's like the the whole reason why this All Star season is so bad is because we've had six years of terrible casting.
1: Have, I think you've said that every week now. <laughs> I
0: know, but we have a guest.
1: To that to that note, um, Crawford, would you ever want to audition? And if you got in, what would your strategy be?
4: Oh my god, duh! I'm auditioning. I going to be next year. I'm gonna win. I am. Um, My strategy would be, in the vein of what's happening right now, would be to, like, get those strong boys and make an alliance of six and be in it for, like, a week, and then put the two strongest people up and just set it on fire for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right? For fun.
0: Like, last season when Jessica put up Mickey and Jackson.
4: Yes. I, ah, so So
0: like that's all we need is somebody to take a stand. And yeah, it's like I mean,
3: it's not Unfortunately,
0: gonna the only stand that has been taken this year is Davon using the veto on Kevin.
4: And even though that's happened, it's been 7 weeks and the power still hasn't shifted. No. <laughs> oh my
1: god.
0: And Cody said last night he's like we've won 5 out of the 6. I know. I was like I
1: mean, they could very easily just go the rest of the season and getting down to the six like it's so now clear that that could easily happen That's what's going
0: to happen and cbs is going to be like you've watched them dominate all season now the committee has to take on one of their own who will it be join us tonight but first like,
3: <laughs> oh
0: are there any moments from bb history that you would make a laptop video out of
4: oh my gosh yeah i would i feel like big i know a lot of people watch big brother but i feel like it's not as well known as i want it to be mm-hmm. But oh, I yeah. think that, like the cult classic moments that i would want to do would be janelle's fight with Bo. <laughs> <laughs> um also where she calls april a gold digging whore yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's so funny <laughs>
0: I also like when Howie threatens to eat April's dog, Pepperoni. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the other one would be Keisha's birthday. Yes. And, okay.
1: Oh, I want you to do it now. I feel like it'd be so funny.
4: Maybe someday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once the spark happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about like all the, you know, what's annoying with the season. What, who do you think will win? Big mm. Brother All-Stars.
4: Ugh, Cody. That was my first day prediction. <laughs> who, who do I want to win? Davon. Of course. Or Kevin. Or, hear me out, even David at this point. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, if I could choose anyone from the Mayonnaise Alliance to win, I would want it to be Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want
2: a boy to win.
1: No. Absolutely not.
2: You fit in perfectly here. (laughs) Yeah, we hate all the men. I think that, for
4: me, what needs to happen in future Big Brother seasons is, number one, they need to cast me, because I'll spice it up. Yes. They need to take it back from 16 to 14, because I think that having so many people in the house makes way for them to make those big alliances that makes (laughs) it so boring to watch. Mm -hmm. And then also, they're not in the house for that long, so that they have to, like, they're in a time crunch. Yeah. They feel like they have to play the game faster, which is what ruins, like, that's what blows up people's games mm. and makes it exciting. Wow. I like that.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. But they
4: don't feel like they're signing up to go to summer camp for, you know, three months. They're right. Like, oh, I don't know how many days I have left here. I better fight to stay.
0: And they all know the beats. They're like, oh, there's going to be a double this week. Yep. Like, nothing's a surprise. Open on a double eviction. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, just do something. That's why I was so happy this year when they had a live HOH competition on the first night.
3: That's true.
0: Two things. Uh, one, now that you're in LA, you can drive by where the Big Brother house is.
4: Yeah, maybe I'll yell something to them. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, and two, uh, we all loved your video with uh, Catherine.
4: Oh, I so That
0: was... Hysterical.
4: She's such a good sport and a queen for doing that with me. She sent, she made that video all on her own and sent it to me. And I was like, Catherine, this is brilliant. It's so funny. Wow.
0: It was really, really, really good. So, yeah, good reveal. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for joining us this week.
2: Thank you for having me.
4: It was so fun. Um,
0: Where can our listeners find you?
4: Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at broiled crawfish with a b or just crawford horton
0: that's funny has broiled crawfish been like always like your thing
4: yeah so okay when social media came out i was a freshman in high school that was when instagram first arrived and i don't know why but my username was broiled crawfish because people call me crawfish but like you don't broil crawfish so i don't really know what i was thinking. But it kind of stuck, and that's just my identity now.
3: Love it.
0: Awesome. Well, cool. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, we're going to chat about some spoilers that are happening in the house next. Um, but thanks for making the time.
4: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. This
2: is so fun.
0: Of course.
1: We'll see you on next season. Like brother,
2: yeah, rooting for you.
1: Unless, unless Nick's
2: in the house too. Yeah, I mean.
0: yeah, that's the thing. If we're if we're both in the house, we have to act like we don't know each other, and we'll have a, a secret alliance.
2: Well, that was great, but should we crunch some numbers?
0: Welcome to Crunching Numbers, our weekly segment where we take on a mental challenge of our own. So, I actually have a fan-submitted. Crunched number for the week.
1: Ooh, exciting!
0: Yeah. So,
1: fact checked it.
2: Check it.
0: I out. have in fact checked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is just um about who's been on the block this season. Sixty-four percent of the nominees have been POC. Wow. Forty-one, and but there's only like you know there was only. Five POC in the House, right? it's so like ridiculous. Forty-one percent right. um, of the not of the nominees have been women. Eleven mm-hmm. percent of the nominees have been white men.
1: Wow, that is like such a good way of just like laying it all out.
0: Jill, I think you had some numbers to crunch this week.
1: Well, um, I'm sort of using this as a way to talk about something else. But I just wanted to let both of you know and our listeners that I spent a whopping 59 minutes (laughs) watching Bailey's YouTube video. So basically, Bailey um, posted this big, like, we're talking all, we're spilling all the tea on Big Brother this year on her YouTube channel on, like, Wednesday or Thursday, I think she posted it. Um, And I took one for the team. And I to all 59 minutes. I think I did listen to it on 1.25 speed to crunch another number. Uh-huh. Um, I have a lot of notes. But I, f- I found some stuff interesting. So I'm just going to go through. You guys weigh in where you want to. Okay. Um. So the funniest thing to me off the bat was that Swaggy um, bought Bailey a Tesla to come home to. Uh, what?
0: <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, where yeah. do they live?
1: They live right in downtown LA. What's really funny is this just shows how I am, but, um, they like so they they tape her getting out of the car like when she sees Swaggy for the first time and they're in their like parking garage and you can see the name of the building. So then I Googled the name of the building. <laughs> and it's literally like next to the staples center. Okay. Um also Bailey calls her subscribers babies.
0: With a B A Y.
1: That's right. All right um so I so just you know they kind of did it in sections I actually really appreciated it like very clear sections so the first thing of interest to you guys um they talked about Janelle and Kaser and her whole thing and I I mean it's hard to argue I know we wish it would have gone another way but she basically thought that off the bat Janelle was just going to be too big of a target to work with so even though she loved her and still does love her in case too, she just was like, I'm, no matter what, it just would have been a huge target to work with her.
0: Yeah, I get it. I mean, I can see that because we, you know, everybody thinks Janelle's a huge target. Just let the woman play. Yeah.
1: But it does seem like she genuinely loves Janelle genuinely loves Kaser. Um, and like, they'll definitely still be friends. Um, But it was really, really sweet to hear Bailey talk about Devon. Like, they have a true, true sisterhood. They did not know each other before the season. And they now are, like, sisters for life, she said. And it just really seems genuine. Um, And so, like, basically what happened was, you know, when they got in the house, they recognized that, like, finally CBS... I mean, barely, but diversified a little bit more than usual because of everything going on in the world. So that's why Devon and Bailey decided to play together. They were just like, we're using our platform. We want to see a Black winner. They said that, I didn't know this, but um, it's been 12 years since a Black man even made jury. But the funniest, funniest thing, because so they were talking about, you know, after Tyler's whole spiel to them about how he wanted to... Put himself on the block, yada yada yada. Swaggy was explaining to Bailey like how it appeared on the feeds, and he's like, "Here's what happened: Tyler went up to Christmas and started talking, and then the feeds cut for three hours. And to this day, no one knows what was said in that room. (laughs) And I just kept thinking of Hamilton and um, the room
0: (laughs) in the room where Where it happened.
1: The room where it happened. You know, she doesn't hate. Tyler, but she just obviously, like we've talked about, it's just he made a flaw in the game by like using Black Lives Matter as a way to sort of say he was going to do this and then just not telling them when he
0: when he went against that. Were there any like, was there anything in the house that Bailey didn't know that she was surprised to learn?
1: You know, the funniest thing that, like, she just sort of was talking about Nicole towards the end, and she was like, I know y'all love her, like, I know, blah, blah, blah. And Swaggy was like, Uh, not anymore, like, Twitter oh. was going out, and she was shocked at that.
0: Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But so
1: basically, she was, so the last part of the, the blog, she sort of goes through Christmas, Danny, and Nicole, like, one by one. Um, she says the whole Christmas thing, she was just really caught off guard, whatever, you know. Um, with Danny, at least she respected that she's like, Danny never liked me. Like we did not vibe, we did not gel, like Devon worked like better with her. Like I talked to Christmas, like, you know, she's like, I just appreciate that Danny wasn't putting on a front. But like I guess to her, Christmas and Nicole were putting on a front, and to her that's way worse. Mm. Um and so she she just basically at the end was like. Nicole is mean. Like, she's not a nice person.
3: (laughs) Wow. uh, We've been new.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And she was, like, obviously, like, as soon as she got in the house and started to befriend Janelle, Nicole automatically hated Bailey. Like, just was against her. Oh, and apparently, and I don't know if anyone saw this on the feeds, but, like, Nicole was, like, trying to get Davon and David to flirt with each other. Oh, okay.
2: That was, okay. Here's the thing. That was like early on. I remember this. Because Nicole started crying at one point. And so oh, really yeah. beef. I, I actually was not I, I didn't know where I stood on this, but um they were just saying, Oh, David's like cute or whatever, like, would you date someone said to Nicole, like, would you date him? And she's just like, I'm engaged, or whatever. Like, you know, she always uses that her excuse, like, she wouldn't even entertain the idea of like, oh, would you date this person? Because who knows, maybe Victor's crazy jealous. So, um, cause she's gotten mad about other things, people talking about her previous romances, all of that. But I guess I, Nicole asked Davon the same question and Davon kind of played coy then. And, and, but Bailey like immediately jumped from what I remember, Bailey jumped on Nicole and was just like, don't do that. Don't try to screw up Davon's game. Like yeah. if you line them together. Then people are going to think they're a showmance, blah, blah, blah. But was, What was funny about that is Nicole just overreacted and got all, like, emotional about it, and Bailey had to apologize, which I don't think Bailey should have had to apologize, but I think she was trying to smooth things over. But the funniest thing, and we haven't, I haven't ever brought it up because it, I think it fizzled pretty quickly after they got into a fight, but Davon did say she thinks David's cute, and she did kind of have a crush on him in the house. Wow. But that was before I think they, she cried and about him, like, not being up front with her and they had their whole drama that Bailey had to mediate. So I'm sure that like went away kind of quickly, but at some point Davon was kind of like, you know, I think when you're in the house, you're like, Oh, and especially this season, there's no showmances. So right. you're like, you know, I'll check him out. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, but, so that was like a little bit of a drama between Bailey and Nicole. Oh, okay. that was like week two. Like, I think,
1: Nicole A. might have even still been around for that. Like, it. Um, And then just to wrap it up, I mean, it was – they talked about – I found this interesting. They were saying about Christmas. They were just like, you know, no judgment on Christmas's past. We all have a past. But they just feel like she – and we've talked about this. But, like, she has this – felony essentially right on her record and like if any black person came into the house should, they didn't even think a black person would get into the house with that kind of past and christmas's violent past is just never really addressed and never talked about yet like when um, when they were on the block christmas said, christmas said something like i'm gonna get stabbed or shot if i put you up like it's just like the language is really gross mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> And Christmas just continually, continually projected that the, they were these unruly black women, and it it added to the heavy burden that Bailey and Devon already felt being there. So I just appreciate like hearing their perspective. Um, she has no hard feelings about the game, like all yeah, there, like totally fine. But it, it was just a really interesting perspective. I wonder if the
2: pre-jury um, evictees are going to be less bitter this year because they got the s- same amount of money or whatever and they got to you know not that anyone wants to go back out into the real world right now yeah. but i think like going home and being able to see your husband or whatever or like janelle getting to see her kids and yeah. stuff I think being trapped in jury would have sucked i don't know
0: and they I don't have to right. go to finale night i'm sure oh
2: right such a weird finale
0: yeah
2: They'll do like a Zoom with maybe the maybe
0: they'll, they'll Zoom Janelle when she wins America's
2: Favorite. <laughs> oh my God! When do we start voting for? <laughs>
0: um, thank you, Jill, for the rundown.
1: You know I love a good YouTube video.
0: So should we get into it? Yeah. Spoiler zone. So well,
1: Nick knows something that me and Praz do not know. You know. I've been like dying to look.
0: Okay, so
1: well, first, should we reveal who won Hoh? Yeah.
0: So, so as we know, Memphis won Hoh last night in okay. the non-live okay. Hoh competition. So that's annoying. He's the first two-time Hoh winner of the season. Yeah, um, and guess who he
2: nominated?
1: Um. David and Kevin. That's my guess. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna guess Kevin
1: and Devon.
2: He nominated
0: Davon and Kevin. Oh wow. And guess what? Today is Kevin's birthday. Oh. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. You'll see the door next week.
2: Happy birthday. Wow. So what do we think? Um,
0: I think it's time for Kevin to finally go.
1: Yeah. Do you think that, um, w- what do you think the committee wants like right now in terms of where they're Kevin. talking to feed?
0: So okay. I believe, so basically here's what happened. Memphis is saying he put, he's, he didn't want to go after David because Davon and Kevin are clearly a pair because she used the the not the veto on him. So, he's using that as the excuse. You know? and, um, And so, I think the committee, especially from what I saw, like, Danny or, like, Nicole or Christmas talking, maybe it was even Cody. I mean, uh, whatever. I just named them all. Um, they were just saying, like, they would rather get rid of Kevin over David. This was last night before the nominations. So, I think they all think that, kevin is the type of player who could literally just like skirt to the end mm. like he did in his original season um,
2: a little bit before knobs obviously and it seemed like uh, like cody and enzo at least were more on the wanting davon out but I think
0: they would want her out because of like she made a move yeah you know? um hope who who knows though like hopefully maybe she does a back-to-back veto win that would be great um they're already talking davon and kevin are like if you get the chip that says who who do you pick to play they're like don't pick david because they're kind of mad at david for some reason i don't know why
2: i think because they know he's been he made an agreement i think with memphis or he tried and he's been talking to the guys and all of that and i think They're mad because he might be trying to play off that he didn't vote um, Tyler out last night.
0: Um, Um, So let me just give you some live conversations that are happening right now that as an outsider, you just want to shake these people, okay? Yeah. Devon to Kevin. They put me and Bailey up because of a conversation. They put me and you up because I used the veto, but it makes sense. Everybody else is working together. Mm. Kevin. That this, is Kevin goes, I'm convinced it's a big alliance, including <laughs> Danny and Nicole. Uh-huh. Devon goes, I think last week might have got them clipped. They might be plus ones now. Like she thinks that Danny and Nicole are not part of this alliance. Oh so then, <laughs> and then go, uh, Devon goes, we thought it was Cody and Enzo. Then we thought it was Cody and Tyler. We never connected the pyramid. Which, who's been calling it a pyramid this whole season, baby? Me. Um, <laughs> Kevin goes, this is actually funny for Kevin. Kevin goes, their alliance is probably called the Brigade 2.0. <laughs> um, and then I like this because I like to read it shady. Kevin says to Davon, you know I'm not going to campaign against you. Devon goes, same, I have no reason to. But the fact that you can live eight weeks with the committee and not know it either says you are not really that great of a player or the committee is really really, really good and mm-hmm. I don't know which way it is and last night when Ian got voted out, he's like, "Wow, I thought I got evicted by lousy players, but it's just people working together so good for them i don't I don't know i I find it so strange that they are able to keep it all under wraps
2: i part of it's gotta just be because they're not actually all that friendly with each other you know <laughs> Memphis does not talk to anyone like he works out and wakes up early and goes to bed early so like no one that's why I think you know Kaser and Janelle were so surprised by Memphis and like I think the fact that Enzo's not technically in the committee is throwing a lot of people off because Enzo is I think a little bit more of
1: yeah
2: a butterfly in the house and he's friends with everyone and I don't I don't know yeah, I don't know, and it's like this one of those things.
0: In like five years, we're gonna when we'll be look back and be like, "Wow, you know, nobody's played a great Alliance game like the committee."
3: <laughs> oh, I hope not.
0: Final remarks for this week is the goddamn blanket that Kevin <laughs> slithers around the house with, and how he brought it in to vote. Ugh. And he does this like weird thing where I think he thinks we like him. So he like does that weird like voice to Julie.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-mm. I If if I was in that house, I would literally hide the blanket. I would throw it over the wall.
2: Oh my gosh. And then I, I'd be like, you're going home. And throw yeah. it. That would be like a season six move. Yes, exactly. <laughs> season 22, that would lose you some sponsors. Well, you know, just
0: call me old school. No, um, I would definitely throw that blanket away. Remember in season four in June season where they had to um, burn items of clothing or like anything that was special to other people? They like they got to choose and they chose they they burned her fishnet shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Like after living with these people for like 70 days, you're like, if I have to see that goddamn blanket one more time and then they give you the chance to burn it. That's what I
2: want. I want to crush people. <laughs> well, I'm crushed that my pick to win this season, Ian, did. did oh, yeah. But he lasted longer than any of your
0: previous picks.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Prez. It was like, I just, he was the last. I mean, I am still rooting for Devon, but he was the last like, person I felt who I had true hope that could pull it out and yeah,
0: make It was like your Star Wars episode six or whatever. Um, but speaking of birthdays, happy birthday, prize!
2: Yeah, I, um, my husband surprised me with um a Janelle camp
1: <laughs> number two baby.
2: He was like, I when I you know he obviously had heard the one that Jill got us Nick, and he was like, "Fuck, uh, <laughs> obviously already got it because I you know." I shared it with you, too, but it it was a good cameo. But she's talking about, like, gossip in the house. And she's like, well, I heard. Because <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. it's from three weeks
2: ago. <laughs> and then um, I think what he meant was, like, talk shit on Nicole. Like, he requested gossip, like, talk about uh, people you hate or something. But she's too classy to do that.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, we think Kevin's going home this week.
0: I'm hoping. It's my birthday wish for Kevin. Hmm.
2: Well, I think it'll be Kevin, but I don't really know what to hold out hope for at this point even.
1: Right.
0: Oh, I don't have hope. <laughs> I only have hope that Kevin does go home.
1: Yeah, that would be a gift to you.
0: So that about wraps it up for the week. Um, really excited that we had our guests and we could chat about all this. Praz, happy birthday. Kevin, happy birthday. See you soon. And if you guys are listening, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a review.
1: A five-star review, that is. Thank you. <laughs>
0: From three miles down the street from the Big Brother house, I'm Nick.
1: I'm Praz. I'm Jill. Don't judge, or you two will be judged. Good night.